Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, not too bad of a day today. Cloudy with a high of 46, but then there's a winter storm warning. Watch whatever in effect uh, until Wednesday because going to see uh, like up to a foot of snow in the Pioneer Valley starting uh, tonight into tomorrow all the way through Wednesday morning. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you're going to be listening to the podcast today, you should know it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Uh, the Sioux Roll's done. Football's done for a year. Yeah. In case you didn't stay up to the very final moments in overtime. Uh, I was actually asleep by like 8.30. Which, uh, which was crazy. But, you know, the thing is, there was this, uh, these guys playing football were interrupting a Taylor Swift appearance. I, I, the whole thing is just ridiculous. Yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about that. It really went, really went by the script that the Kansas City Chiefs uh, won a kicker's duel uh, in overtime. Yeah. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is now a three-times champion and MVP. So we'll talk about that. Scott Cohen coming up. Later on this morning and a lot of other stuff. There you go. Back some Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be cloudy today with a high of 46, but then tonight uh, there's a winter storm warning in effect uh, starting tonight at like 9 o'clock and then heavy snow all the way through to tomorrow. Could see up to 12, 12 inches uh, throughout the Pioneer Valley, and that's all going to end Wednesday morning to when it's uh, going to be sunny and a high of 31. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. And if you have storm dough, slow Whoa. down there, mister. If you got storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Well, there you go. No, there you go. There you go. There you go. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, the Super Bowl was back on CBS this year, and a 30-second ad... Sorry to ass. Well, 30-second ad... The only ass I saw was Tony Romo for three and a half hours. Oh, my... That was, like, the worst commentating I have ever heard during a football game. Did you hear them... I don't know if you heard this. They were going into a break, and, the they, were playing, thing? and they were playing Adele, yeah. and Tony Romo was singing along to it. Yeah. I wanted to pull my ears right off the top of my head. You spell that with an R, right? Romo? Yes. Yeah. A 30-second ad cost the same as last year, $7 million. I don't know where Jesus got uh, $21 million to uh, to add I don't know. Super Bowl. I, I didn't realize he had hired an ad, uh, an advertising agency. Uh, many of yesterday's ads were sadly released ahead of time, so there really wasn't much surprise. But they're still fun to watch, aren't they, Bax? They sure are, Steve. I could watch those things forever, for ben, at least three and a half hours at a time. Ben Affleck wants to show J-Lo what he can do uh, in music and recruits Matt Damon and Tom Brady for a boy band called the Dung Kings. Jack Harlow's in it, too, and uh, Duncan will be releasing a Dung Kings menu today, along with merch. Hmm. Beyonce did an ad for Verizon where she tries to different ways to break the internet. At the end, she announced new music. She dropped a preview on Instagram for Act 2, which comes out on March 29th, and released two songs out now. Yay. Duolingo wants to remind everyone to, to do their language lessons. Uh, no butts. Okay. Their owl mascot's butt burst into another small owl for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know that one. Those creepy E-Trade babies were back playing pickleball. 
Actually, you know, the, the only commercial that I actually really liked. Yeah. I think it was that Eminem commercial with uh, Dan Marino. Yeah, that was pretty good. Him and uh, Bruce Smith and uh, I forgot who the other guy was, but that was actually funny. That one made me laugh, but the other ones were like, uh, absolutely. And the Jesus one made me laugh. Other than that, uh, like uh, no emotion at oh, all. Yeah. That, hila- that hilarious Jesus ad. Yeah. Because he uh, washed his, uh, the feet of lepers. You know, uh, the problem with Jesus is uh, he's become too popular. And, and now he's got money to just blow on Super Bowl ads. You know. Part of me was thinking, does Taylor Swift approve of this? I don't think so. And you know what? I would have rather had Jesus at my Super Bowl party so he could break a Tostito and make a bunch of Tostitos for everybody. Isn't that what he did at the Last Supper? He broke he, a Tostito and... Uh, he did that. But remember the uh, the wedding at Cana where he turned water into wine? Yeah. I mean, at some point, the keg runs dry. And then they do keg stands at the Last Supper? Don't believe so. They made holy guacamole, which would have been perfect for the Tostitos. <laughs> what? No dip for the bread? Yeah. These Christians don't know what they're up to. Uh, Chris Pratt books are the role of a lifetime as Mr. P, the Pringles guy. Uh, that wasn't very funny. That wasn't good. Uh, like a good neighbor, Arnold Schwarzenegger is there. That was all right. That was all right. It wasn't good, though. But like much uh, like other parts of his career, it was Danny DeVito that bailed him out. There might not be a T in Skechers, but Mr. T is always in them, and he pities the fool who has to bend down and put on their shoes. Mostly because Mr. T is at the age where he do- he can't p- bend down to put pick up put on his shoes. Does he have that thing with the pinchers on the end of the stick to help him tie pull up his socks? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Uh, everyone and their mom is auditioning to be T-Mobile's magenta status spokesperson, including Bradley Cooper and his mom. Also, Laura Dern, Jennifer Hudson, and Common were in that commercial. Mm. Zach Braff and Donald Faison uh, get Jason Momoa to get T-Mobile. Home internet with a flash dance number, and Jennifer Beals makes a cameo at the end. Christopher Walken. That was a dumb one. It really wasn't that funny. That could have been better. It could have been a hell of a lot better. He was just trying to get through the day in his BMW when everyone he comes in contact with uh, tries imitating his voice. Ashley Park from Beef and Usher make appearances. And then uh, Aubrey Plaza did that Mountain Dew commercial. She oh, yeah. uh, rides the dragons Which with she Nick says she's America's sweetheart. This is so stupid. Oh, All these awful. commercials were awful. I, I I would have to say it's one of the worst Super Bowls I ever watched. For commercials, even for the game, the whole. Th- I, I, I'm the more I see this dramatic bullcrap that goes on during yeah. these games, the more I uh, tend to think this is all for entertainment purposes, strictly for entertainment purposes. And the problem with that is what? It's not real. It's not. Of course, re- it's real. No, it's, it's real not. as a it's nose no, in your it face. Is yeah, yes, yeah, it is. We'll, we'll we'll get into it with. Uh, with the guy who thinks he knows everything about sports. Remember the guy who told me to read a paragraph of every, the beginning of a paragraph of everything? Why do you think he's always wrong with the sports scores? Because he never read paragraph two. All right. Come on now. Uh, so there you go. That was Usher's halftime show loaded with guest stars, including Alicia Keys, H-E-R, Will I Am, Ludacris, and Lil John. Lil John. I'm really surprised that Taylor didn't come down from the luxury suite and pop her head in. I, Justin Bieber did a whole thing with Usher at one time. He was sitting up in the stands. He didn't uh, pop in to 
Yeah, but it's Taylor Swift. It was it was it was her night. Did you see the uh did you see I saw the TikTok videos of them putting like the camera on celebrities during the game? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. But Martha Stewart, oh yeah, then Justin Bieber, and then Leonardo DiCaprio, who didn't want to be seen at all. Right. And then Jeff Goldblum, who just got up, realized he was on the camera, started waving, did a heart with his hands, and oh, he was just nice. soaking up all that uh, all that love. That's awesome. And you know what? I think, uh, you know, to feed into other conspiracy theories, I think with all the alien commercials we saw last night during the Super Bowl, we're about to have an alien attack. Why do you <laughs> think they created Space Force? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only kind of video I'm seeing on TikTok these uh, days. The halftime show featured some good dancing, which isn't surprising. That's what Usher does. But he also put on a pair of roller skates during the show. And, of course, he pulled his shirt off because who doesn't want to see Usher without his shirt on? I could have gone uh, without seeing it. We can uh, debate where it ranks on the list of halftime shows, but one thing was very apparent. Usher was putting in the work, and it showed. The amount of sweating he did uh, was even a trending topic on uh, X. That was the he didn't lip sync anything. He sang that stuff. Yeah, as opposed said, to Reba McIntyre, who lip filling the entire. Wow. Uh, you know, some people are not happy about the Usher halftime show. I thought it was uh, it was adequate. It was fine. It's not uh, would have been better with Taylor Swift on the stage, but yeah. yeah, who am I to say? She was already there. The whole game was about her anyway. Uh, Kim Kardashian hit her romance with Odell Beckham Jr. So she wouldn't appear to be a homewrecker. Really? Yeah. You must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I wrecked anything was when Ray J gave me the Black & Decker Woodpecker Wrecker and flooded the basement in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. We had to get mold remediation for that. <laughs> it's like I was working at Rock 102 downstairs. Uh, Caitlin? Oh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but we once uh, had her some fondleberry cream pie, a little Russian wet willy. Which what is you, a Vladimir Poontang pudding, if you will. What are, you, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is we went motor scroting in the Red Sea, if you know what I mean. You ever go? <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to try to pretend I don't know what that is. You never had a. You never had a. a uh, what was the name of the boat? What's the name? Uh, you never had an Evan Rude. <laughs> on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people. Rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it's official. Taylor Swift has just won her very first Super Bowl. And while I'm sure the Lombardi Trophy is going to look great next to those 14 Grammy Awards, you can best believe that there is not a single Chiefs fan in America that doesn't see her as a delicate ray of sunshine in a dark and otherwise somber world. And as a result, the Kansas City Chiefs have now entered into the realm of a bona fide football dynasty, winning three championships in five years, including back-to-back championships, following last night's thrilling overtime win over the 49ers 25-22. Of course, the Super Bowl MVP award went to Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, although I can make a very good case that the MVP should have gone to either kicker uh, Harrison Buckner, uh, who drilled the longest field goal in Super Bowl history from 57 yards out, plus the game-winning field goal in overtime, or it could have gone to Chiefs putter Tommy Townsend, who launched five bombs after Mahomes failed to convert. That included Townsend's 62-yard punt, which is just shy of Johnny Hecker's 65-yard punt for the Rams in Super Bowl 53 against the New England Patriots. 
Man, those are some spectacular kicking performances yesterday. But of course, nobody wants to throw accolades and awards at the kickers, even though uh, Buckner uh, was responsible for more than half of those 25 points that it took to beat the Niners. But hey, that's not my call. I also think that Taylor Swift has done more for the NFL this year than any other player in the league. Sure, some of you may feel differently, but as I sat there watching last night, I could not help but wonder how things might have been different had she missed a connecting flight or gotten hung up in baggage claim or worse. Instead, she showed up to give inspiration to us all. Either way, the Chiefs win, Niners don't, and the NFL draft is just 73 days away from today. And until that happens, I'll be celebrating Tay-Tay's big day until the draft is finally over. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You wear Carhartts? Well, you know that Carhartts are hardly ever on sale. But right now at Rocky's, save 40% on seasonal Carhartt workwear. It's a clearance, so hustle in before all the good stuff is gone. The Carhartt clearance, 40% off at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Vax, that's my view from the couch. Rock, one. rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 on the cars with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 46, but then tonight, uh, winter storm warning will be in effect from 9 p.m. until uh, oh, 7 a.m. on Wednesday, which means we're going to get about 12 inches of snow throughout the Pioneer Valley. And uh, Dan Brown will have more details about that coming up. Yeah. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Dude, you know, we said it last week. Yeah. Uh, or I said it last week, and I think you said no. But I'm going to stick with this. The day after Super Bowl should be like a national holiday. I mean, this I'm I'm so blind with exhaustion. And I fell asleep like during the fourth quarter, yeah. only to wake up to realize, oh, my God, it's going into overtime. And then I watched a little bit of overtime, and then I fell asleep at the very end. Simply because my body could no longer stand the kind of sleep deprivation yep. that I was handling yesterday. I come in here today, I can barely see straight. I'm so damn tired. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's only four hours. It's four hours, but it's like a, it's like four hours where my brain is operating at an extraordinary high level. You and know, th- this is this is what I I, I try to uh, relate to you when you complain about this job. Yeah, because it is uh, an early morning venture and uh, mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, yeah, you get tired. But think about the guy who's going out there right now, suiting up in his uh, in his uh, long johns and everything to go like you know shovel uh, hot tar down on a highway. Yeah. A construction guy or a right. guy who's going out doing uh, gutter cleaning or something like that. You have it pretty damn good, and you really shouldn't be compl- You should be grateful for what you have. Well. You're you're absolutely right, Steve. Yeah. I should be grateful, but I know that guy that's uh, with that shovel, yeah, with the hot tar, it's making more per hour than I am. So you know what, uh, life and is about choices. So. <laughs> and and rightfully right. so. I, I'm not I'm not argue, I'm not, uh, I'm not arguing with it. And I'm just yeah. saying it's a, it's just a fact. You know, uh, the other thing we, that you and I did talk about on Friday was the cost of going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We talked about tickets, talked about flights, hotels, yeah, food. Uh, everything that was going to cost you, and you know, if the average was probably going to cost you anywhere between twenty to thirty grand just just to have one ticket. If you were there, okay, and you had a ticket to the Super Bowl, and you were the one who actually paid, like it was your choice to invest that kind of money, would you at any point in the game remove your shirt and run on the field and interrupt the game? Uh, yeah, absolutely. See, I wouldn't do that. Well, because I, the cost, because uh, and I've done the cost comparison here. Uh, it seems to me that 
if you're going to spend the money to be in a super, to go to a Super Bowl, the least you can do is watch the entire thing and not be escorted out of the building and arrested by authorities as you're being escorted out. Did you see the the, I did. the, the guy I, who uh, the alleged streaker? Yeah, I saw the highlights uh, of it afterwards. Um, uh, but y- you know, did we find out who he was? We haven't found out his uh, identity, but the guy he kept his shirt he he kept his pants on. He just took his shirt off. He's basically doing either uh, you know, like a Jason Kelsey, Burt Kreischer type of uh, type of thing, and ran onto the field. Nothing wrong with that. Good run. He was running yeah. the ball better than uh, you know half than the Chiefs were yesterday. Yeah. But nevertheless, I I can't think of anything that would be so stupid than to spend all that money to go only get tossed out because of my bad behavior. He probably didn't spend the money. He was He's probably either some like trust fund baby who was uh, like, oh, my dad's got tickets for us all. Let's go get effed up and go to the Super Bowl. All right. Or he was invited by somebody and saying, hey, here's your free ticket to the Super Bowl. And then, uh, of course, uh, you know, they're... Uh, they're you know how much a beer was? No. Eighteen ninety nine. I'm reading all these uh, the the concession prices. The draft, Modelo, Pacifico, Blue Moon, Pineapple Stash, Hazy IPA, Mick Ultra, Golden Road Mango Cart. That was the cheapest. Oh no, I'm sorry. That that was the mid one at sixteen ninety nine. The Coors Light was fourteen ninety nine for a Coors Light. Yeah, a can of Bud Light was sixteen ninety nine. Or a can of uh, Space Dust IPA, Kona Big Wave, that was eighteen ninety nine. That's that's crazy. That's freaking unbelievable. Uh, the drink prices: Aquafino for a sixteen ounce water bottle was six ninety nine. Bottled soda was also six ninety nine, and souvenir soda was eight ninety nine. Right. You know what? Uh, you know what? I was taught by a friend of mine. We went to a we went to a Yankee game mm-hmm. years ago. And uh, at the end, everybody clears out of the stadium, but they leave behind all the plastic cups. So uh, okay. I felt like uh, I felt like a like a, like a hobo for a couple of hours there, or a couple of minutes really. <laughs> we walked around and dumped out all the soda, uh, and then took the cups. So I had I still have I still have like thirty of these collectors cups. That were they were charging like twelve dollars for right for the thing, and uh, you know what? I use them for everything. I use them for spreading salt in my driveway. Yeah, I use but them you, for what? You're not using them for like drinking your own beverages, are you? No, but because uh, people's mouths, from Yankee fans' mouths, well, have been I, all over I, that well, thing. First of all, I washed them out, and I didn't use them as as like party favors or anything like that. I've seen some Yankee fans. You can wash that thing a thousand times, yeah. and you know, you know, sandblast it. You're still not going to get their mouths off that cup. Yeah, but. But that guy running out on the field, you know, again, he's probably got some money or yeah. somebody bought him things or enough to get so drunk. He got those tickets from his employer. Like like he said, yeah. like they were corporate tickets and they gave it to him because he uh, had a great quarter last year and yeah. they, they gave him the tickets. Well, now that he's been booted out and arrested, yeah. he's probably going to get canned he's because gonna... of his stupid, uh, stupid behavior at the Super Bowl. Canned as in uh, an 1899 uh, can of Kona Wave? <laughs> I know for me, if I had seen that that was the price of a beer yeah. at, uh, at the Allegiant Stadium, I would have been... I'd want to get kicked out and start drinking on the strip too. They had other uh, the food. The food was expensive too. The snacks: a Bavarian pretzel was six ninety nine. A cheese sauce was only, was two extra dollars for the pretzel. 
it's just a kind of a weird. You thing. pay extra for the cheese sauce? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So. It's uh, 620 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. When it comes to interiors, Hyundai models have serious game. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 627 in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown has all the bad news for you in the forecast. We're going to uh, get hit with a snowstorm tonight into tomorrow and ending on Wednesday. So there you go. Steve and the road crew uh, this Friday are going to be at MGM Springfield, the Aria Ballroom for Free Music Friday. Derek and the Fun Bags, New England's number one undisputed party band, is back in the area, and they are going to be rocking the place out on Friday. Uh, check out the Rock 102 table for your chance to win some pretty cool prizes. It's this Friday, the Aria Ballroom at MGM Springfield with Steve Nagel and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Wasn't that the original uh, Baxi's musical fun bag and then nope. uh, the guy left uh, the band and started his own uh, nope. Derek and the Fun Bags? Two totally unrelated things. Derek has never been uh, been on the show. But if sure? you wanted to, I'd be happy to have him. Well, uh, I just thought maybe because uh, the name is similar. Similar, but not, not quite the, the same. same. No, no. Uh, would you like to laugh? Sure. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. What What's the best way to teach your dog to roll over and play dead? I don't know. What's the best way to teach your dog to roll over and play dead? Have not watched the 49ers in that Super Bowl last <laughs> night. Did you see what I'm saying there? Did you hear that the, uh, say, the, the 49ers uh, don't have a website? No. Yeah, they can't string three W's together. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know why uh, 49ers fans keep their season tickets on their dashboards? No, why? So they can park in handicap spaces. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, there's more. Where where do you go in San Francisco in case of a tornado? I don't know. Ca- Candlestick Park. They never get a touchdown there. Why doesn't Sacramento have a professional football team? I don't know. Because then San Francisco would want one. It's a football bashing joke of the day. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Here's your Western Mass News. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. And the top story on 22 News, why is Taylor Swift wearing a jacket with number 60? It's a good question. Taylor Swift walked into the Super Bowl flanked by actress Blake Lively and rapper Ice Spice. She was not wearing her boyfriend's 87 or her lucky number 13. Instead... The international superstar's jacket had a number 60 on the back. Why might that be? One possible explanation is that Kansas City Chiefs' first season of football was played in 1960. At the time, they were called the Dallas Texans, and owner Lamar Hunt started the team in the town where they went to college at Southern Methodist University. They relocated to Kansas City for the 1963 season. 
Swiss Jackets appears to be part of the NFL reporter Aaron Andrews' fashion collection. It's going for $129.99 on Fanatics, so you can buy that if you want. Swift flew from Tokyo to watch her boyfriend, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, go against the San Francisco 49ers for his third Super Bowl ring. Swift and her entourage were sitting in a suite courtesy of Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, who she has been dating since the first few weeks of the NFL season, Mm. which was her 13th game, by the way. Really? It was all the 13s. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, it all, uh, whew, the script gets a little thicker, doesn't it? Kelsey reportedly purchased the suite, which costs more than $1 million. Yeah, but he's making that back by dating her. Like, she's going to return the favor with, like, a $2 million party at some point. Yeah. So you, you figure uh, you got to spend money to make money. You know, I'm thinking, though, uh, okay, so it's it's, uh, it's jersey number 60? Yeah. Well, wouldn't that have been uh, the... The jersey number of uh, the great Chiefs tackle Matt Herkenhoff played uh, played 122 games for the Chiefs back in 1976 or 85. You know what? I don't know nothing about anything except what she's doing right now. What is she doing right now? Probably sleeping. It's been a long night. It was a long flight from Tokyo. Then she had to go to the stadium. She got a jet lag. Hey. Staying up that late for an overtime game? My gosh. So... Such commitment. Do you think she had, uh, like, a conversation with him? Like, you can only show me so many times? Or is it they just went on their own free will and said, we're just going to take a shot of her anytime we can? I actually thought uh, they were they were very judicious in how often they showed her in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then uh, the knuckleheads that were commentating before the knuckleheads were commentating the game, right? they were all talking about it. Like, the entire time, from, like, 5.30 on. It's the elephant yeah. in the room. How do you not talk about her presence? Uh, How do you not? I guess. I guess. I got a notification on my phone the exact moment that her plane landed in Las yeah. Vegas. My, I'm so glad I got that notification. My kid, uh, who's this huge Taylor Swift fan, only wanted to watch the Super Bowl for the chance that she might see Taylor Swift. Course. Going so far as to watch YouTube videos yesterday afternoon on what the rules of football were so she could actually watch the game <laughs> and play. And this is this is how they do it. This is how this is how they get new fans in. They they create a drama and they put Taylor Swift in and they're like, Okay, well, I bet you people are gonna go nuts when we show her on camera and sure well, is uh, shiznit they did. Is she enjoying the game at least? Yeah, she was enjoying. She's the enjoying the, the actual game itself. She was getting mad when the 49ers were ahead. Yeah, see, and this then, is uh, yeah. that's actually a good thing. You got to give your kid a lot of credit for this. Yeah, and the, and the fact that you know, it, whether it was Taylor Swift that it, her that it motivated her to do this or not, I think yeah, if someone doesn't know anything about football, you know, spending the time to go through that, you know, looking at the uh, the rules of football, I I, I, I give your kid credit. She may uh, be the smartest person in that whole house. Uh, actually, probably yes. <laughs> well, everybody's smarter than me, even well, the dog. I understand that. I mean, that, got that, you dog, that dog can manipulate a door so well that he can get an entire uh, trash can full of goodies. Yeah, meanwhile, you're losing your keys every day. Every day. Yes. Anyway, enough about the Super Bowl. We'll talk more about that with Scott Cohen later on. The 22 News Storm Team and uh, the Western Mass Weather people, they've all issued a weather alert for heavy snow uh, late tonight into Tuesday.
A winter storm warning is in effect for Hamden County and eastern Hampshire and Franklin counties and southern Berkshire County from 1 a.m. Tuesday until 1 a.m. on Wednesday. A winter storm watch is in effect uh, for Hamden County, eastern Hampshire and Franklin counties and southern Berkshire County from uh, tonight until Tuesday night. Uh, We'll start off with uh, sun today with some passing clouds moving on later in the afternoon. Highs will be in the upper 40s, and then skies will be cloudy tonight with heavy, wet snow moving in during the early morning hours tomorrow. Lows will be in the upper 20s and lower 30s. Snow will be heavy at times on Tuesday morning, making it for a difficult morning commute, which I have to drive all the way from the hill towns here just to tell you to stay home. Yeah, just to tell you, hey, whatever you do, don't drive. A uh, significant snow accumulation is possible. Highs will be in the low to mid-30s, and uh, it's just going to be a mess. We're, we're, We're in winter. Last year, we didn't really have much of a winter, and this, we're kind of having a little bit more of a winter. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been a horrible winter yet. But, yeah. you know, uh, you hear like a like a snowstorm of at least 10 inches of snow. Mm-hmm. That's about uh, you know, 10 inches more than I want to see ever. Yeah. And I, and I know what tomorrow morning is going to be like. I know. I just know. It's going to be a crap show. Going to go out there. Going to have uh, going to have my laptop and my coffee. Going to go out there. I'm going to have to you know, clear off my car. Going to have to scrape at least a two inch hole in the in the windshield so I can drive here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be so much work. Uh, well, at least you only have a 10-minute commute, which will be 15 yeah. by the time you... 10-minute commute yeah. if I'm flooring it, and, and it's a dry dry day. Well, it takes you 20 minutes to get here. Big deal. <laughs> you can do it. Please. The man accused of slashing the tires on Mayor Dom Dom's car is due back in court today. A hearing is expected to happen uh, this morning in Springfield District Court for Stephen Costa Rizos. He's accused of slashing off four tires outside of Springfield City Hall in January. Wasn't that 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 song before he cheats? She slashed a hole in all four of his tires. Maybe he'll. Maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. I don't know. That's what song is that? The Carrie Underwood. Uh, oh, that's why I don't che- know it. What? What are you? What are you talking about? You don't know the great Carrie Underwood? You said you knew the great Reba McIntyre when she uh, did all that lip filling there's and singing big, last night. There, there's a big difference between Carrie Underwood and Reba McIntyre. Yeah, uh, talent. That's what the big difference yeah, is. That's Reba right. McIntyre sucks. What are you talking about? Oh my God, I cannot stand that woman. Nothing I cannot wrong stand her with Reba McIntyre. It's the way she talks and the way she sings. Steve, she sings country music. They all talk like that. Dolly Parton talks like that. You going to say bad things about Dolly? I don't think so. Yes, I will. The hell you will. Because they're all talking like this. You know why they're talking like that? Because they can't move their lips and face anymore with all the Botox in it. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Costa Rizos has been held without bail since his arraignment nearly three weeks ago. He was arraigned with uh, malicious damage to a motor vehicle, unarmed burglary, destruction of property, and just being a knucklehead. That's uh, You can fight that one all you want, but I'm uh, definitely holding you to the fire on that one. He was taken to Bridgewater State Hospital for evaluation. The tire-slashing incident was also not the first time Costa Rizos caused a problem in City Hall. According to city records, Costa Rizos also showed up unannounced and caused a disturbance in City Hall on January 16th and 17th. The tire-slashing took place on the 17th and was caught on surveillance video. The mayor was parked behind City Hall in a reserved spot for him. It should say mayor reserved for Dom Dom on there. It just, nah, says, just says mayor. mayor. It just says mayor. I really don't have a lot of confidence that he's uh, going to be there for a long time. Well, but. you know, you know, back, <laughs> you know, right. 
<laughs> I mean, he's only served 95,000 terms. I mean, right. uh, you know, but, you know, at some point, the mayor will no longer be the mayor. What are you going to do? Are you going to hire a guy to, to paint another name on the on the parking lot? I guess you could. I guess you could. Look, every, you know, four years, I mean, you go, you go from, you know, Marilee Hurley to, you know, Bob Markle to, to uh, you know, Mike Albano and, and you know, Charlie Ryan and now the, and, and now him. Yeah. They're going to change that all the time. It's a lot of paint. We don't, the, we don't have that kind of money for paint. We don't have that kind of money around here. No, we don't. Uh, you, know, you just go get lettering. You can uh, pick it up at your local Rockies Ace Hardware. Well, that you could. And by the way, uh, those the storm updates were powered by Rockies Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Well done, Steve. See? I, well done. Smooth as silk, sliding it in there. Uh, some sad news uh, throughout the area. The uh, well-known founder of Tony's Pizza and Restaurant in Springfield has passed away at the age of 71. Francisco Frank Ferentino of Tony's Pizza and Restaurant located on Boston Road passed away peacefully surrounded by his wife and family on Monday. The restaurant noticed or the restaurant announced on their Facebook page the Ferentino and Gisolfi family have been serving authentic uh, homemade Italian style dinners and hand tossed pizzas since 1979. And uh, there's a whole uh, yeah. bio about him uh, and and where you can go. Uh, for the services and stuff, but very you know, sad about this because uh, Tony's and, is uh, is awesome. I love myself some Tony's, and I knew you. Uh, you knew him, didn't you? you? Did you know him? I I knew him. I knew his son. I knew his. Uh, I I knew yeah. uh, a lot of people there. Yeah. Well, I, another. This is like you know. This is one of those sad days when another piece of Western yeah. Mass kind of just you know. Tony's offers away. solid pie. I have to tell you, it's solid. Solid. It's a good pie. Well, if I'm being critical. It it's it's it, it's within the top three in the city. Yeah, maybe even say number number two I or three, and that's it's, it's a very high, very high praise. Well, now I'm gonna have to try it because I've never tried it before. It's solid. It's good. Hey, Real uh, good. Hiker and her dog were found after being missing overnight on Sunday, according to the Mass State Police uh, spokesperson Dave Procopio. An adult woman and her dog were missing in the Mount Tom Reservation in uh, Holyoke on Saturday evening. A ground and air search was conducted, and the woman was located on a hiking trail with her dog within the reservation at approximately 8.20 a.m. on Sunday. The uh, woman and her dog are expected to be okay. Mount Tom offers 22 miles of trails for all experience levels, as well as cross-country skiing in the winter, according to their website. Mm-hmm. They might uh, want to mark those trails a little bit better up there. Or, or you don't get off the trail and you stay on it. Yeah. I'm not, you know, pointing fingers or anything, but uh, usually the hiking trails in this area are pretty well marked. This lady is lucky she didn't uh, suffer from hypothermia or yeah. anything because it was pretty cold overnight Saturday into Sunday, and especially if you're up in the mountain area. This is why I don't like hiking. I, I, I don't understand, though. You know, you go out hiking, and everybody has a cell phone now. Why? Why don't you bring the cell phone with you to get GPS? You can certainly get G. There's a freaking cell phone tower at the top of Mount Tom. Yeah, that would. But uh, you know, you, you maybe uh, maybe there's a battery problem. You know, maybe she just uh, was in a dead zone. Yeah, I mean, I know there are some areas where there are <coughs> hiking trails where you can't get a damn bit of service. I That's just, annoying. I just, uh, I don't know. I just find it odd that you would get lost in this day and age. Mm, yeah, I know. I mean, I just, I just don't like all that nature and the outdoors part of it. 
You don't really like anything that involves any kind of physical activity, do you? No, no. I'm actually, uh, I'm very sedentary yeah. in my ways and in my movements. Do you sweat watching football players beat each other up on TV? Sometimes, yeah. 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 Like, man, I can't, I wouldn't be able to handle that. I watch football and I and I can feel every time someone gets hit. I can like I can I can feel what my knees would feel like after like running five yards. You have to look away sometimes. Sometimes I do. Yeah, because I know what that feels like. Uh, winter storm warning it will be uh, in effect for, uh, from 1 a.m. tomorrow until 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Heavy snow expected. Uh, total accumulation seven to thirteen inches. Not too bad for today though. Cloudy and a high of 45. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Feels ah. classic rock at 6:52 in Bachman Turner Overdrive on Rock 102. BTO taking care of business. No, that's that was, TCB. That, that was TCB. Oh, that's uh, close. That, that was uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Hey, Rock 102 wants to put you on the lawn all summer long at the Xfinity Theater in Hartford. All you got to do is sign up at rock102.com before February 25th. One winner will be chosen at random to get a pair of lawn passes to great shows at the Xfinity Theater all summer long from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Um, that's pretty cool. That'd be a, that's a good a good prize. Maybe you can go see Alice in Chains. Are they coming to Xfinity? Uh, I haven't even seen what the the lineup is this year. I don't know yet, but uh, I do know that Alice in Chains recently released that 30th anniversary LP edition of Jar of Flies. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's actual flies pressed into the vinyl? Really? Yeah. And if you think that's the weirdest thing a band has ever put into a record? It's not. Not. No. Marijuana Leaves. Not surprisingly, it was a reissue of Dope Smoker by the stoner band Sleep. They pressed marijuana leaves into the actual album. What a waste of weed. Yeah, no kidding. Probably uh, probably some junky skunk cabbage or weed, you know? Tears. The members of Fall Out Boy squeezed them out for their album so much for Stardust. I heard, and I don't even know if this is true. Remember the, uh, the band Kiss? They were a big thing for a while. Yeah. Uh, they had a comic book. Out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I heard that uh, the ink used in that comic book included their blood. What? That's a rumor. It's just a rumor. uh, There was blood, a certain type of blood that I don't want to mention, but uh, singer Meredith Graves for the band uh, Perfect uh, P Word, if Mm -hmm. you will, Mm -hmm. produced some blood. For their album, Say Yes to Love. Like a they... nosebleed, perhaps? No, no. Was she coughing up blood? N- no, no. Well, then I'm perplexed. I have no idea. It's like a like an Uta Pippig kind of thing. I don't, know. Yeah. I, even, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she do. She ran the Boston Marathon, and she had... It was it was, okay. a, it was a bad, All right. bad yes. time for I, her. Okay. Now, uh, thanks for reminding me who that was. But the blood of celebrities. The album Flaming Lips and uh, Hetty Fwins mm-hmm. contained blood from uh, Nick Cave, Sean Lennon, Kesha, Chris Martin, and others. You're not supposed to touch it unless you have condoms on your hands. And uh, Ashes from a Burned Bible. Okay. Uh, the album Gravestone Skylines by Hellmouth. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know, I, I, I don't you own any of these? I thought you had all these albums. No, I don't have all of them. Some of them I have on CD, and nothing is nothing is pressed in the CD. Do you own uh, the band Ra X? No, no. They uh, they included um, diarrhea in their pressed album. Really? Yeah. 
hemorrhoid-infected diarrhea. Good God. Into the vinyl of their album, uh, The Opium Den, parts one through four. I'd hate to sift through the liner notes. And there are those who uh, claim the record has, quote, a subtle but detective odor when played. No kidding. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, this sounds like crap. Man, this album stinks. Yeah. Well, there's your, there's your Baxi's musical fun bag. You can put that on. Oh, man. What a bunch of shiznit this I, is. I don't, I don't know if management would allow me to play any of that stuff. Not because the music's bad, but because it might damage the needle. It might, but uh, at least you wouldn't be able to tell what the smell was from either the Bondi's mm. Island waft or uh, what was coming out of the uh, the opium den parts one through four. <laughs> It's six. It smells better than that guy who was uh, surfing in the river over the summer. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, it's just about six fifty-seven with Max and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? I'm not a gambling sort of fella. Sure, I suppose I could have downloaded an app or two and placed a few bucks in the Super Bowl, but in the end, I would have lost money and my willingness to ever do it again. Because while I sentimentally preferred to see Brock Purdy and the 49ers beat the Kansas City Chiefs last night, deep in my heart, I knew that wasn't going to happen. And as it turns out, it didn't. As a result, the Kansas City Chiefs are an official NFL dynasty, beating the 49ers in overtime 25-22. to Now, I know many of you folks, particularly Patriots fans, might not be comfortable with the idea of another team other than the Patriots being labeled as a dynasty. Unfortunately, these things happen, and when they do, previous dynasties become nothing more than historical footnotes. Sure, Tom Brady was great, but today, he's yesterday's news, and today you'll hear every sports analyst in America attempt to compare these guys and try to guess which one was the greatest quarterback in history. And you know what the answer will be? Neither do I. But there will certainly be enough of these guys who will say that Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. Now, I'm not exactly one of those guys because in my mind, there's a big difference between between winning three Super Bowls as opposed to seven. And as a Green Bay fan, I would also point out that Bart Starr won two Super Bowl rings and five pre-merger NFL championships, and he did it in only 12 glorious NFL seasons. In other words, let's try to keep our pants on here and keep any GOAT discussion in its proper perspective. Now, some might argue that the Green Bay Packers dynasty represented a different time in league history, to which I would point out, so did Tom Brady and the Patriots. Is Patrick Mahomes the greatest quarterback who ever lived? Not yet. He's only 28 years old. But if you ask me the same question seven years from now, I might have a totally different answer. But until that happens, enjoy the dynasty while you can, because as we've all seen, when the dynasty is over, it's really over. But hey, and never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get a Craftsman fold-up hex key set, seven bucks. Get a Craftsman hammer, a Craftsman tool bag, seven bucks. It's a seven-buck Craftsman tool sale at Rocky's Hand Tools and accessories, seven-buck bargains right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. It's 710. <laughs> you are listening live. You are looking live. To the Bax and Nagel Show on Rock 102. 
Well, it looks like a bunch of football players ruined a good Taylor Swift appearance last night <laughs> in Las Vegas. In the studio with us right now, it's Scott Cohen. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you guys, too. I'm exhausted. I don't know how you are. But uh, as old men, at this point in my life, staying up for an overtime game in the Super Bowl, it gets harder and harder with every passing well, year. Well, it gets harder and harder with every passing year when you've got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and, and do your job the next day. Yeah, dude, I that that's just I'm sitting there like, when is this game going to get over? But I thought it. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a great game. Um, I, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't like the defensive struggles. It was only ten nothing at halftime. People don't like games like that. I, th- I thought it was great. I love a good kicker's duel. You start adding a lot of punting to games because you can't convert <laughs> before your first down yard. I, I, you know, to me, that's so exciting. And and you had you know a fifty-seven yard field goal. You had Man, a sixty-three a- yard punt. I mean, a couple of bombs there yesterday. Bombs. And how do you not appreciate? How do you not give the MVP award to either one of the either the punter or the kicker for the uh, for the Chiefs? Right, I don't know. How do you give the goat award to the 49er uh, kicker who missed uh, a point after, and that had such a huge a huge play in the game? Yeah. Thought from start to finish, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. Well, like sands through the hourglass, mm. so is the script of the NFL, <laughs> and they all came together perfectly when they won and. Taylor Swift went out on the field and kissed her bow on the on the fifty yard does, line. When I'm when I'm not here, yeah. does he talk about this? Yeah, we talk yeah, about no, it he all does. the time. He does. Yeah. He's yeah. not just saving up just for you. He's uh he's spreading it all over the place. In fact, he went so deep yesterday. I don't know if you saw his video. I did. Yeah. I I saw the video. He's also saying there's a script written for the puppy bowl. Yeah, well there is. There is. And what did I and what did I comment on your video? You said don't bring that nonsense. No, I, so I said no. <laughs> I, you got to I said get it all out of your system okay. now so, so you we don't, don't have, have to, to listen talk to about the nonsense. It now? Yeah, the well, that puppy bowl was fixed just like the Super Bowl was. You know, um I will say and listen, people who have listened to the to us before have you know, have heard us go around and around about this and you know, when you go through when you go through the Facebook feed yesterday, last night, while the game is going on, I can't tell you how many people use the word fixed. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that, you know, I said to you a minute ago, the internet is is a great, great tool. You know, one of the greatest inventions of mankind, but it's also the worst. And I will sit here and say that people who say the things that you're saying, they read and they see and they listen to things on the Internet, they get convinced and then they just parrot it and it keeps going over and over and over again. It, it's absolutely oh, I'm sorry. It's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous sounds- to believe that professional <laughs> sports like that is fixed. It's nonsense. That sounds like a sports commentator who just listens to other sports commentator and parrots <sighs> garbage over and over again, acting like they know what they're talking about. It's <laughs> not. It's not that at all. Yeah. You're you are you're consuming information, and a lot of and the information about games being fixed yeah. is nonsense. So let me uh, let me just uh, pipe in here for a second. <clears throat> The comparison of uh, the NFL and the fabrication of the WWE, while I understand uh, your thoughts about it, the fact of the matter is the WWE is worth $6.87 billion. And you know why? Because even if it is fixed, people love it. They love it. They love it. They love the drama. They love the story. They don't don't care. 
the NFL is worth $91 billion. And you know what? Fans don't care. No, they don't care. And the drama has played out. The whole idea that we yeah. needed a new hero after Tom left, after Brady and Giselle were gone, we need a new hero. That, what that better hero, hero to have you know, that would hero be the guy who's anyway. dating one of the most popular you women in I, the entire buddy, world. You know I love you. Yeah. I love you to death, man. You're one of my favorite people in the world. This, What you're spewing is Total nonsense. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you can think whatever you want. I'm telling you well, it's nonsense. Well, obviously I can't because you're telling me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're wrong. But you don't know if you're right. Yeah. Well, I, That's the thing. The thing is, yeah. we have, we, not, we have, you have nothing to prove that it is legitimate. I, it's, it's not up to how, me to prove that it is legitimate. How many scandals have we seen in sports over the years of people cheating or people uh, shaving points and people that's doing why, all those things? That's why when stuff like that happens, people find out about it. It comes to the forefront. Yeah. It's dealt with, and then we move on. Those well, are aberrations, the, Steve. The thing that you need to keep in mind is those scandals are often about specific individuals. Individuals. It's, it's not about a, a, a blanket policy of the entire league it is not to do one or or the other and the bottom line is we don't care because we're going to watch the nfl next season too with every bit as interest as much interest as we did and what this and year what, or the year before and what you're talking about baxter steve and steve is that it doesn't need to be fixed there's enough interest and enough hype and enough television coverage and publicity and everything else for it to be popular, whether it's fixed or not, it's not fixed. Drama. Ridiculous. It's creating drama in order to get people yeah. to watch. Now you've created they, the drama. That drama would exist anyway. To, they don't have to create the drama. The drama creates itself. Do you think, without like all the sportscasters and all the commentary that goes on in between, they say like a game only takes about an hour and 15 minutes to actually complete if you were to just play sure. it without commercials and all that stuff? Uh, it would take a little longer than that, but uh, go ahead. I If the game was a blowout, let's say the game was like, you know, 50 to 57 to nothing, yeah. you know? No, it wouldn't. There would that wouldn't be a game anybody well, but, would want to watch. Well, the thing is, Steve, there'd, there'd be another game to follow it. That's that'd be the it, thing. It's, it's, it's just too coincidental. It's not that too. You have so much drama in these non, like two point games. Nonsense. And right. then bring you're, it in this whole. You're a conspiracy to, theorist. Yeah. It's nonsense. Well, there you go. Now right. you have the uh, the thing to talk about all your garbage that you want to spew about the. Oh game. my God! So listen, there you the, go. listen to the two of you. Now listen, listen. The game is over. Okay. Yes. Uh, and now you have a a dynasty built uh, with with the with the Chiefs. And starting today, because you're going to hear it all day long, you're going to hear all these comparisons about whether or not Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's 28 years old. 28 years old. He's won three out of the last five. To me, it's too premature to start pointing fingers at who's the GOAT and who's not the GOAT. Is a big difference between three Super Bowls and winning seven and you know to me mathematically it's you know to have gotten this far in only five years of play is pretty remarkable but he's a long ways away from being considered the goat but yet you're going to hear that constantly for the next couple of weeks based upon the fact that you know he's i mean he's an extraordinarily gifted quarterback i think there's any question about that but i think it's just too premature to start 
placing labels on a guy that young at this point in his career. Well, one of the things we we talked <clears throat> talked about Tom Brady, and listen, the reason why Tom Brady was able to be as successful as he was is not only the fact of his talent and ability and all those things that you know that go into it, but he was healthy. He stayed on the field. Very rarely did he have any real injury issues in his career he hurt his knee he hurt his knee one time and actually it was against Kansas City if if I if I remember correctly um and he, he basically lost almost an entire season other than that he stayed healthy if Patrick Mahomes can avoid injury and stays on the field there's no reason to think he will not end up in the same conversation he is already mm-hmm. but the kind of numbers that Brady has and the kind of success that Brady has had well, he's got to stay healthy and I should also point out as I did there my view from the couch at uh, Bart Starr won two uh, Super Bowls and five pre-merger NFL championships and 12 glorious seasons that's and that's and we, why and we tend to forget that we because, do tend to forget because that. it's a dynasty of the past yes. well guess what so was Tom Brady and the Patriots yeah it is buddy 20 years 20 it, tw- it was 20 years ago two decades ago the last time a team won back-to-back Super Bowls yeah chief there it, it's a dynasty and as long as Mahomes stays healthy he'll continue to be in that conversation with Brady. But he's got to stay on the field. I think it's a – I thought yesterday's game, you know, with all the with all the hype about the, the Kansas City Chiefs, and, and even though it was, it was mentioned plenty, there was a part of me that thought it would have been so cool to see Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, of course. win the Super Bowl. That it, story was – that story was perfect. You want you couldn't script it any better. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like Brock, it's, it, Brock know, Purdy win. It's like one of those choose-your-own-ending books. You get to the middle of the book, and it says, if you want to see the Chiefs yeah. win, go to page 64. If you want to see the uh, 49ers win, yeah. go to it's, page 28. It's like the, the film Clue, where there were five different alternative endings. Right. Yeah. The, Brock, the Brock Purdy story would have been just as compelling as, as what ended up happening yesterday, w- without any question about it. I mean, the very last guy selected in the 2022 The last draft, guy. The last 50 Mr. Irrelevance didn't even make the team. Yep. Most of the time, right? They don't even make, don't even make the first cut in, and here's uh, in, in preseason. Playing, playing for a Super Bowl. Not only playing, uh, playing in his first Super Bowl. That kid's numbers during the regular season were stunning. Like you, you just don't get a guy that talented being the very last guy selected. And I, and listen back. So I'll tell you what what happened yesterday. You you know you do not pin that Super Bowl loss on on Brock Purdy's uh, ability or lack thereof. Um, I, I was really surprised in the second half that San Francisco went uh, away from their running game with, with, with McCaffrey. That's been their bread and butter all year. And, and with the game on the line a couple of times, they passed the ball three times. That didn't, that didn't make any sense. That, that's not on Brock Purdy. That was, that's on the coaching staff. Uh, the, uh, the Red Sox begin uh, spring training uh, soon. Okay. Now to turn things into, a, into something sour. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Talk about the complete polar opposite of a dynasty. I know. What's it? Pitchers and catchers uh, reporting the end of this week? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's got to be brutal. Uh, also, uh, the Celtics still looking good. They they won yesterday. Bruins are still uh, looking good. All's all's well everywhere else. Yeah. And listen, one more thing. Um, uh, UMass Minutemen won yesterday. They're they're I think they're thir- 13, 13 and six, thirteen and five. 
Uh, that's Dude, that's a team worth a little bit of our interest. Big win against the conference opponent yesterday, which could bode well for them in the A-10 tournament, so keep an eye on them. 13-5 and five at this point of the season is pretty doggone so good. They, they got a win, buddy, a win in February, and so uh, thumbs up for the Minutemen. All right, we'll see you next week. You bet. All right, Scott Cohen. It's uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG. 730. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. A winter storm watch or warning. A winter storm warning is in effect for uh, Hamden County. Uh, Eastern Hampshire and Franklin counties uh, from 1 a.m. tomorrow until 1 a.m. on Wednesday, and then a winter storm watch is in effect tonight until Tuesday night. Uh, we're going to see like up to a foot of snow uh, throughout the Pioneer Valley. So. Are you all prepared for it? No, I'm not prepared. I'm never prepared for a big snowstorm like well, that. Well, then you should maybe go to Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, they're the winter storm headquarters before and after the storm. Thank, Thank you. you. That's, That's right. smooth. Uh, it? See, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I took a, I took an obligation and made it just like a seamlessly flow right through the uh, the broadcast. You're like smooth as silk. I'm telling you yeah. what, man. Uh, there are times when I just nail it. That was one of those moments. You did. I you nailed, nailed it. it. You nailed it, and I'm proud of you. That's I'm right. I'm really proud of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The guy accused of slashing the tires on Springfield Mayor Dom Dom's car is due back in court today. A hearing is expected to happen this morning in Springfield District Court for Stephen Costa Rizos. He's accused of slashing all the uh, four of the mayor's tires outside Springfield City Hall in Jan- January. Maybe next time he'll think before he cheats. Slash this is what I heard. Yeah. Maybe you can confirm this. The mayor replaced those tires. Yeah. By lifting the car over his head with a single hand and just throwing the tires on the rims. Kind of like uh, when uh, when baby Superman landed out in the middle of the Midwest and those uh, those those uh, old people found him and yep. uh, all of a sudden he's trying to change the car tire and all of a sudden mm-hmm. the car lifts up and it's this uh, little boy who was all of a sudden a baby now now turned into a an adolescent. That's exactly uh, what I was thinking, yeah, Steve. Yeah, exactly exactly the thought I had in my head. Yeah. He's got the the big D on his shirt. <laughs> Double D for Double Dom, D. Dom Dom. Dom yeah. Dom. Dom. Yeah. Uh, Costa Rizos has been held without bail since the arraignment. He he's got some issues. He's been he's been staying at Bridgewater State Hospital for evaluation. So I I don't think this is your typical run of the mill uh, guy well, who he he has a long history of. You know, going into City Hall, causing a bit of a ruckus, being asked to leave, and then coming back for additional ruckus. That's how uh, ruckus has happened. You know? You uh, you keep coming back and you poke in the bear. Yeah, but but, but most people of sound mind, if they create a ruckus, it's one and done. They're not doing repeated ruckus. Well, they should be. No, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. Because what happens is you wind up being shipped off to Bridgewater State Hospital, and nobody wants to go to Bridgewater. I, Either for the hospital or for anything else around there. I just uh, I just wanted to slash his tires. I, I'm not crazy. What are you having me in this hospital no, for? No, because you want to slash his tires. is the craziest thing that anyone's ever heard. If you know Dom Sarno, you do not want to cross him by slashing the man's tires. That's right. They, uh, they, they won't name a street after Dom Dom because nobody crosses Dom Dom. That's... How that works? That's right. You stay. You stay. Oh, you stay in, in the tr- off the tracks. Right. The didn't I just say to you last week we don't do enough stories about Lanesboro? 
In fact, you did. Yeah. The Lanesboro Police Department is seeking the public's help in locating a vehicle that was involved in a hit and run on Friday. According to the Lanesboro Police Department, a gray 2022 through 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokee was involved in a hit and run on Friday at 1.45 p.m. around the Old Forge Mobile Station. Wow, a Jeep that's two years in a row? Or three, yeah, two years, 22 to 24? Was that like that Johnny Cash song where he went down and he built the Cadillac out of all the pieces at the yeah. uh, the GM plant? That's snuck right. out some exhaust from one year and a... And all the nuts and bolts in the in his lunchbox and yeah, all maybe. that stuff. Yeah, there is damage to the rear or right rear side of the vehicle, and it drove south towards Pittsfield. If you have any information, you're asked to call the Lanesboro Police Department, and that guy will pick up the phone I was when gonna you call. Say, I was going to say it's like one guy out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I know. It's it's not a big department. Uh, crews were on the scene of a car crash on Pendleton Avenue and Hancock Streets in Springfield. <laughs> Pendleton. In streets. In Springfield uh, early uh, this morning when Western Mass News crews arrived just before 3.30 a.m., they could see that car being loaded up onto the tow truck and police officers clearing out the scene. Didn't they run that whole campaign, we're not 22? They did, yes. And yet here they are Acting emulating like 22 with the news crew. No word on any injuries, but uh, they've reached out to Springfield officials so they can learn more about it. Isn't the news aspect of this story not so much that they put the truck on a on a the, the, the vehicle on a truck bed and drove it away? Yeah, isn't the news story actually what led up to them putting that vehicle on a flatbed? Yeah, rather than what we saw. We should talk about the things that well, maybe other people saw before we got to see what we saw. You're asking for details. No, I'm asking for journalism is what I'm asking for. Well, you're not going to get any of that. You know, it is what I'm talking about. You know, Cohen's in here 20 minutes ago going, you're getting misinformation. I'm getting misinformation every single day by reading this news because yeah. there is no information. So what's the point of even uh, reading anything no, if you're not going to get any information? Because it's what we do. It's our obligation to provide the local in information. Uh, Crews responded to a fire on Barber Street in Springfield Sunday night. Well, that's going to be a damage to the quartet getting them back together. <laughs> It was a here, close shave, wasn't it? Here they are again. When when our Western Mass news crews arrived around 9 p.m., we could see the garage had heavy heavy fire damage and a hole in the roof. Again, here's the news. Is it the fact that you could see yeah. that there was fire damage, yeah. or was the news the fire that caused the damage? I don't know. And what led to the fire? And maybe who was responsible for setting said fire? To me, that's the newsworthy part. This should, uh, local news should be called the chicken or the egg news. What happened first? The fire <laughs> or the uh, the cause of the fire? Mm. You never know. It, it's like if someone holds up a liquor store, mm -hmm. okay, and there's 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 gunplay, unfortunately. You know, I'm saying anyone, it's, it's a hypothetical situation. The news is not... Here's what we saw. We saw broken glass and bottles of alcohol that were destroyed. As opposed to the newsworthiness, which is the guy that went into the liquor store shot the place up. Right. That's you know, see, that's where I would want to focus my attention as a consumer of news. Well, why? How? Not that it did. I can, I, I can see that because of the video. Just explain to me how this happened. 
Yeah, we can see the stuff you're seeing yeah. on the camera. That's why you brought a camera guy. Yeah. Or did it yourself. That's th- Maybe that should be part of the game then. Do it yourself news. They just show you a bunch of pictures, and then you come up with a conclusion of to what might be happening going mm. on there. Well, I saw a fire truck. I saw a fire. Using my uh, deductive reasoning as a, <laughs> as a, as a trained uh, detective, I think yeah. that house might be on fire. But yet, we have somehow grown accustomed and accepted the idea that this is what I saw. No further details were available. That's true. See, We've accepted that as, well, then at least we know that something over there happened, although it is not clear what just happened. Uh, after nearly three months, East Longmeadow police have charged a Springfield man in connection with a November hit-and-run crash that seriously injured a pedestrian. 34-year-old Rubo Zhao has been charged with one count of leaving the scene of a personal injury crash, police said in a Facebook post. The, that is the only charge he is currently facing. But court documents indicate he does not have a valid driver's license at this time. On November 16th of 2023, Zhao was driving a 2024 Mercedes on Elm Street around 9 p.m. when he hurt when he hit a 31-year-old Springfield woman. At the time of the crash, the victim was trying to flag down help because her car had run out of gas near Hanward Hill. Uh, Zhao fled the scene, leaving the victim lying in the roadway, but multiple 911 callers soon reported the crash. First responders treated the victim at the scene before taking her to Bay State with serious injuries. During the investigation, detectives identified the seized Mercedes. They later found evidence suggesting that Zhao, the registered owner of the vehicle, was driving at the time of the crash. Our detectives uh, persisted in their efforts engaged in the assistance of numerous other agencies and technical professionals to figure out the truth of what happened here. That's according to East Longmeadow Police Police Chief Mark Williams. Sadly, the victim of the crash has serious long-term injuries, but we hope that the efforts of our first responding officers and detective will ultimately result in some measure of accountability to the offender and justice for her. Zhao was issued a summons to appear in Palmer District Court on Friday. Uh, He was released during his arraignment that day under the condition that he not drive a car until properly licensed. Yeah, that might be a good idea. That would be helpful. You know, I... He's due back in court for a pretrial hearing on April 19th. How's he going to get there? <sighs> he better not drive. He can call Uber. He better. Yeah, I just, uh, people who drive around, you know, you're driving a Mercedes. Why isn't all your stuff up to date? Why Why do you not have, you know, it's a brand new vehicle. It's a luxury vehicle. It is a luxury vehicle. Yeah, you would want to think that uh, if you've got a luxury vehicle out there, you're all uh, set up with a valid license and registration and uh, on the up and up with your insurance. And you would have had to have all that stuff when you purchased the vehicle, so maybe the payments were too much on the car Mm -hmm. that you couldn't afford to renew your license when it came that time, but... You know, this is what happens. Now you got a woman who's uh, probably permanently damaged for the rest of her life because of this guy. He didn't, you know, I mean, it would have happened either way. But now it's like, yeah, well, at least they caught him. At least. But, yeah, there needs to be some accountability. So we'll see what happens with this guy next. I wonder if he had, uh, wonder if he had insurance. <laughs> didn't have all the other stuff. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But still, I mean, I just don't understand. You get all your crap together, seemingly, but yet you don't have a valid driver's license. Listen, if I were going to commit to getting a Mercedes, I would want everything, you know, all the T's uh, dotted and all the I's crossed. That's what you got to do. 
God is getting a lot of credit recently, whether it's in success like winning the Super Bowl or in failure like this guy, a 29-year-old man in Ohio named Carnell Gittens. Ooh, I like that name. Was arrested for trespassing outside of a library in Sandusky. It doesn't sound like uh, Carnell was snooping, trying to break in, or even vandalizing the place. He was just charging his phone at an exterior, exterior power outlet. Still, it was 1.20 a.m. and he wasn't supposed to be there. When, he, when the police spotted him, he said it was cool because he cleared it with a higher power first. He told the police, quote, I checked with Christ who gave him permission to be at the library after hours. In fact, it's it's Jesus' power cord. Yeah, actually it was. Uh, yeah. He was the only one with that, uh, what do they call it, the Thunderbolt cable. Yeah, right. In order to charge his iPhone. I have to tell you, whenever my uh, phone is like uh, losing its charge, like mm-hmm. if it's down to like 2%, 3%, I always invoke the name of the Lord. Yeah, well, that's usually how that happens. Yeah, and I mean, then, I almost phone, always. And then the phone goes out. Then, then, then I really let it out. But listen, if you just listen to the Lord, Bax, mm. he would provide. Like he provided for this man who had the charging cord at the library that he left there. Is there any one of us that doesn't panic when you're down to like 5% he, uh, and, you he, got, and you got calls to make? Well, it even says on the little charger block, uh, uh, property of JC. So he probably called him and yeah, says, hey, hey, look, my phone's down to about 3%. Do you mind, Jesus, do you mind if I use your charger cord? And he was like, listen, yeah. yeah, that's fine, but can you just leave it there because I'm going to be, be back later and I'm going to need that. Now, here's the thing. Cop would probably think uh, he was all smart and everything. And let's say this guy, listen, I'm sure Jesus didn't provide you with uh, permission to charge your phone. And this guy could now easily say, oh, yeah, well, Jesus just hired an advertising agency to drop two spots during the Super Bowl. So yeah, what let's was- talk about what Jesus is really trying to do here. What was that all about? The Jesus commercials. Yeah. Jesus has ad money? Yeah, probably. Why not? He's not supposed to. He's Says supposed who? To, he's supposed to take that money and uh, help the poor out. Listen, I thought that was his whole mission. Yeah, but how do you do how do you, as an omnipotent deity, get all that stuff done without a little bit of uh you know promotion? You Advertising. Have to. Marketing is the way it was done. It's uh, all marketing. And I'll tell you what. I applaud Jesus for uh, for dropping that kind of coin during the Super Bowl. You want to get stuff done? Listen, you got to spend money to make money. It's the way it goes. Yeah, but ads on X right now are pretty cheap. Yeah, but you know how that goes with the algorithm. Jesus knows better than that. Yeah, nobody's listening to him on X. Yeah, <laughs> you're wasting your money on Facebook ads. Get out of town. Uh, get nothing out of that. Do you think Jesus is part of a group text? Oh man, that must be a really, really annoying group yeah, text. Yeah, he was. If yeah. Jesus were around today, he'd have like twelve other guys in his group texts. Yeah, a <laughs> couple of the guys don't even answer because they're too busy, you know. Yeah. Hey, you, you know, know he, de- denying the call or you know, you know, betraying people behind his back. Uh, a bunch of guys just uh, sitting around sharing uh, sharing biblical jokes mm-hmm. back and forth, and then all of a sudden, Jesus was like, "Hey, man, do you know any chicks that like to wash feet?" I'm really into that kind of thing. I got the I got this foot fetish. Yeah, and uh, right. I'm looking for a chick to wash my feet. <clears throat> can we get that uh, happening here? Can we move this along? I can make wine. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. But I'm telling you, I I think the uh, the marketing campaign will work. Yeah, think about that. What uh, that guy was a catch. Uh, any woman snagged him up. He'd he'd be turning wine into and in, uh, turning water into wine. I know. I know. Listen, 
You don't have to tell me. You want to wash my feet, honey? You got a whole nice box of Franzia right here for you. <laughs> this came out of the fridge this morning. <laughs> Help yourself. <sighs> yeah, according to police, Carnell goes by the nickname Cloud, so they charge Cloud with criminal trespass. Trespass. Uh, just to be serious, it does, it, clear, it doesn't sound like there was a library librarian named Christ. He was just talking about Jesus. Oh, I see. The actual Jesus. You're... Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, cloudy with a high of 45. Tonight, a winter storm warning will be in effect in, uh, from 1 a.m. tomorrow until uh, 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Uh, could see up to a foot of snow throughout the Pioneer Valley. So, yay. It's 25 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Boston just birthed. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.53 and the Talking Heads with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Not too bad today. Uh, cloudy with a high of 45, but tonight, uh, winter storm warning will be in effect. You're going to see about a foot of snow uh, from tonight until into Wednesday morning uh, and a high of 34. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, free Music Friday this week. You're going to be at MGM at the Aria Ballroom from uh, 6.30 to 8.30. That's Derek- going to be fun. Derek and the Fun Bags, New England's number one undisputed party band. That is undisputed, by the way. No one has ever said there's someone better, ever. And I will, I will slap you silly if you try. Oh, is that what are you doing? Right, I'm just, I'm just trying to sell the sizzle of the Derek and the Fun Bag show at uh, at the MGM Springfield oh, on Friday. The sizzle is me being there. No, actually, Steve, the real draw is that there's music on Friday and it is free. Well, why do they have me there then if uh, they don't need that? To introduce the band. So if there's anyone who's uh, even questioning who the band is, it would be your fault for not giving it a good enough introduction. Oh, I could just mispronounce them. Uh, this is Eric and the uh, and the f- and the Foon Foonbagios. <laughs> yeah, see. yeah, this is Brian Damage. We could do that. Yeah, too. right. But uh, no, that'll be a good time on uh, on Friday. Night. That'll be a great time. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. You know what I was looking at? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw got. this. Uh, you know, the Super Bowl ads from last night. Uh, like People Magazine have listed what they think were the top 10 ads. Yeah. Uh, I I just I just don't see it. Their, uh, their favorite one was the... Um, was... Was the Arnold Schwarzenegger State Farm commercial? That was okay. Is it the best one? Uh, it's so hard to tell. And and the Duncan uh, the Duncan one with uh, Ben Affleck and uh, and uh, Jennifer Lopez that scored a lot higher than I thought. It was not, not that it was bad, but it's like that was at number three. Which really? is like really that was number three. I thought that was okay, maybe in the top ten, but I wouldn't have given it in the top five. You know, top, top six, maybe a, a good seven, but number three, I don't know, man. There were some that I just didn't, I just didn't see. I was not impressed by anything that I saw last night on the uh, on the commercials. Kate McKinnon's uh, mayonnaise commercial, number eight. Didn't think it was all that great. I didn't think any of them were that great. No, to to rank them all, they should all be number twenty. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just put them all in one low number. Yeah. like yeah. Nothing really stood out so much that you could even put them in, in a ranked order. No, you just put in a big slurry pile and then pick yeah. the best one out of the slurry pile. 
that's how we choose staff members here. That's how I got hired. Uh, you are the the cream of the slurry pile. Yeah. See what that's happens right. when you when you when you do the right thing. I know. Yeah. I know. But it's like oh. every yeah you know, every year we go through this. Like everyone says, oh, the, the, the commercials are the best. Then the commercials happen. Then every year the people say they weren't all that great. Well, it's like I don't know why we're putting so much interest in, in all of this. Well, the other thing is, it's not even like you can watch all these before the game even starts. Now, it, that that kind of just like took away from the idea of actually sitting down and watching all the commercials as they come out. I did. I tried not to watch any of them online before the game because I wanted to. That that's one of the reasons why I watch it. Yeah, is because you know there's no team in there that that I'm not like you know supporting it. I don't really I don't understand that. If you're going to invest that much money to have people seeing the Super Bowl, okay, the, the eyes are going to be on the, on those commercials in the yeah. Super Bowl no matter what because of the uh, the size of the audience. But there is something to make you watch a commercial in its entirety if you've never seen it before on the Super Bowl. Yeah. If you've seen a commercial that you've already seen, how much attention are you paying to that commercial if the message of that commercial is no longer a surprise. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I mean, I don't understand the rationale behind why they would do that and, and release these things ahead of time. When it does, when they are on the Super Bowl for the first time, it's the first time anyone gets the chance to see them other than, you know, the corporations that, that, that put these things together. I don't understand the benefit of doing that. I, just, I, mean, I don't know if it's a financial consideration or, or what it might be. It just it just seems to me to kind of take away from well the whole purpose of spending that much money on a commercial strictly for the Super Bowl. I think what might be happening is that these advertisers know that a lot of people are streaming the game. There's a lot of people who, I mean, if you look at the audience numbers of people who stream uh, the game, you mm-hmm. might be watching on a service that doesn't have all those commercials in between it. You know what I mean? See, but I would think that because it's the Super Bowl, even with streaming, that if you have the contract for broadcasting on a streaming service, it should be for that entire broadcast, commercials included. Did I did I tell you how I got was able to watch the Super Bowl? No. How'd you do it? I, I signed up for a one-week free trial of Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this, you're not the only person I know who's done that. Well, I, because I don't think they cared. I think they just... They're, they're banking on a certain amount of people continuing that subscription. And I, I did it on the iPhone. So then as soon as I signed up, I went immediately into my settings to cancel it so it doesn't charge me the $5.99 or whatever it is. For the thing, but I, I don't think CBS really cares. You're watching all their programming. They got all the money for the advertising, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. But the picture was awful. Like, and there was really? a lot of people complaining about, you know, the CBS owned app. And well, and was all it that. was it awful because of your of your internet connection? No, it, and that's what I thought. I thought maybe maybe it was my internet because one of the suggestions that Paramount said was, uh, you know, restart your modem and do that, and I did that. But then I went online and did this down detector. There's a website called Down Detector, and you could just see the giant spike and everybody having problems with this thing. Hmm. And it it was pretty good throughout the game, but the picture quality wasn't that great. Hmm. And that was a lot of people were complaining about that. But I had a lot of error messages before the game even started. That's why I had to restart the uh, wow the modem thing, and it still continued after that. It just said, "Sorry, we're having trouble playing this video right now." We're having trouble playing this giant broadcast yeah. that we just sold to a bunch of people. <laughs> Sorry. 
But thank you very much for your five ninety nine a month, nevertheless. Right. It's uh, seven fifty nine. Rock one hundred two. Listen for and now Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it's official. Taylor Swift has just won her very first Super Bowl championship. And while I'm sure the Lombardi Trophy is going to look great next to her 14 Grammy Awards, you can best believe there's not a single Chiefs fan in America that doesn't see her as a delicate ray of sunshine in a dark and otherwise somber world. As a result, the Kansas City Chiefs now enter the realm of a bona fide football dynasty, winning three championships in five years, including back-to-back championships. That happened like last night after a thrilling overtime beating of the San Francisco 49ers 25-22. Of course, Super Bowl MVP went to Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. And although I could make the case that the MVP should have gone to either kicker Harrison Butker or who drilled the longest field goal in Super Bowl history from 57 yards out plus the game-winning field goal in overtime or should have gone to Chiefs punter Tommy Townsend who launched five bombs after Patrick Mahomes failed to convert. That included Townsend's 62-yard punt, which is just shy of Johnny Hecker's 65-yard beauty for the Rams in Super Bowl 53 against the Patriots. Man, those are some spectacular performances yesterday. But of course, nobody wants to throw accolades at the kickers, even though Butker was responsible for more than half of those 25 points that it took to beat the Niners last night. But hey, that's not my call. I also think that Taylor Swift has done more for the NFL this year than any other player in the league. Sure, some of you may feel differently, but as I sat there watching last night, I could not help but wonder how things might have been different had she missed a connecting flight or gotten hung up at baggage claim or worse. Instead, she showed up to give inspiration to us all. Is there any one of us that did not wish that she was a part of that halftime show? I know I certainly did. Not that Usher was, wasn't sufficient, but can you even imagine had she been there on stage? Either way, the Chiefs won, Niners didn't, and the NFL draft is just 73 days away from today. And until that happens, I'll be celebrating Tay-Tay's big day every day until the draft is over. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You wear Carhartts? Well, then you probably know that Carhartts hardly ever go on sale. But right now at Rocky's, you can save 40% on seasonal Carhartt workwear. It's a clearance sale, so hustle in before all the good stuff is gone. Carhartt clearance, 40% off. It's your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 813 in Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, mix of sun and clouds for today, uh, high of 45, but then tonight uh, things get crazy out there. A uh, winter storm warning will be in effect uh, from 1 a.m. tomorrow until 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Going to see about a foot of snow throughout the Pioneer Valley. Good luck with all of that. It's 25 in downtown Springfield. Um did you so you watched the uh, the opening of the Super Bowl and dude I, w- I watched like 19 hours of pregame coverage that uh, that post Malone I thought was a pretty good performance of uh, God was it God bless America America the beautiful uh, yes yeah, and, uh, it was okay it's good well I thought I thought that was pretty good now he didn't lip sync that though no he actually sang it why does why did Reba McIntyre lip sync the national anthem you know why why because it's an Im- profoundly difficult song to sing. Yes. And even worse to sing well. But my point is, isn't that the whole point of 
singing the national anthem. Like, remember Whitney Houston blew everybody away back, uh, yeah. back in the 90s when, the, you know, the Gulf War was going on and everybody needed that. Right, but you remember when uh, Roseanne, uh, Roseanne Barr sang her version of it? See, I actually thought that one was really good. Did you really? Oh, yeah. The yeah. crotch grab was probably a little bit uh, and the, too much of a visual. And then the spitting on the mound, uh, that, that would have been. But well, th- th- Derek, that was a baseball game anyway. But still, it's still the national anthem. It's yeah. still our, our our national theme song. But yeah, I've never sung that song without like some sort of spittle or drool flying out of my mouth either. Well, here's a, here's a little bit, because I'm not going to play the whole minute and 37 seconds of this. Oh, you see by the dawn's have you heard enough already? No. I, I'm just putting myself to the brink of uh, getting the rope around my neck. Yeah, it was a. I didn't think it was that good. Well, I, are you saying that because you don't like Reba, or are you saying that because you don't like country music? Um, I don't mind. It depends on what kind of country music it is. I can listen to some country music. I can't listen to all country music. I can only, but I definitely can't listen to her. So I guess it might be a thing about her. I'm a. Uh, I have uh, spoken very publicly about this uh, in the past, and I will hold on to this until the very day I die. Um, I wish that you could go to like a steakhouse that didn't play country music because it ruins my appetite. I can't possibly finish a steak, no matter how small it is, if you've got that music playing in the background. Now, uh, and it's all country music. It's not just the old stuff. It's 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 mostly you know it is actually kind of think about it. It is mostly the new stuff, which is just simply dreadful. Okay, you don't have to say where you went, but you told me you went to a steakhouse over the weekend. No, not that place. Did they play country music there? No, they did not. I can't imagine that they would. No. Yeah. No. But uh, not at that place. You're talking about like a Texas roadhouse. There's like a roadhouse or a a Longhorn. Now, there's anything wrong with the food there? It's perfectly fine. But I mean, if you want me to ruin my appetite. You know, like a Blake Shelton or, you know, any of those other uh, dudes, you know, uh, I can't, I just can't eat and listen to that at the same time. You don't want to hear about chew tobacco spit and doing a redheaded girl in the back of a pickup truck and drinking a beer? Oh, shoot. You kidding me? Hey, man. You, I can't eat beef unless I hear that. Otherwise, uh, I'm just going to throw up in my 10-gallon hat. Uh, there's some pretty good country music. That uh, Chris Stapleton, I think he's pretty yep. good. He's got, yep. he's got a pretty good... Uh, pretty good voice. No, nope. uh, nope. he's pretty decent. I, I a lot of the the country music now is all poppy stuff anyway. You know what it is? It. What? It's the soft rock of the of the two thousands. You really think it's soft rock? Yeah, it's it's kind of like the yacht rock. It's it's what yacht rock used to be, and now it's all in the guise of country. Yeah. But anybody with a big belt buckle on your pants and a big town gallon hat, you could be. You could be Dan Fogelberg for anyone if anyone cares about. I don't know, man. I walked into a Longhorn Steakhouse once, and they were playing uh, Arthur's theme. Uh, and uh, listen, I got caught between the moon and New York City and a giant piece of ribeye Yeah, right. Uh, while I was doing that. So uh, yeah. it's not like Is that was that Was that an original... Uh, an original Stephen Bishop, or was it like the countrified Stephen Bishop? It was, uh, I believe, uh, first of all, that was Christopher, Christopher Cross. Cross. Yeah, that's yes. right. And uh, no, it was the new, yeah, it was like the, whoever that guy is that sings that Tracy Chapman song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, when to me, you get caught between the moon and New York City, get a rope sailing. Yeah. 
takes me away from where yeah, I'm yeah. going. Yeah, see, we should just do yeah. a whole. Uh, we should do all the all the new country artists should just oh do renditions God. of yacht rock. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. You 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 look at any of those guys uh, singing country music today. Mm-hmm. You think any of those guys were ever punching doggies and rustling up vittles at the old uh, the old corral? I don't think any of those guys were. You, you, don't, think, you think Keith Urban from Australia no. is punching doggies? I don't think so. Most of them are just, you know, it's like... Not uh, with that haircut you don't there, fella. Well, what's his name? Who was the one who did the rhinestone cowboy? Was that Glenn Campbell? That was Glenn Campbell. Yeah, Glenn Campbell uh, was a pretty boy. You know, that's that's what it came down to be. Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Was actually one of the most gifted guitar players in history. Right, but as far as the appearance and all that stuff, it was very much like you know a lot of them did did this costume dress up kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and then you'd see them on these on these country music shows uh, from back in the seventies. You know, my uh, my grandparents. I would like spend every Friday night mm-hmm. at my grandparents' house, where my parents you know actually did things that adults would do. Yeah. And so uh, we would watch on television every Friday night, Hee Haw, which, how can you go wrong with Hee Haw? And then, you know, you know, the Brady Bunch and then the Partridge family, and then, then it's time for me to go to bed. But I would sit with my grandmother watch Hee Haw because she loved the country western music. And I, it never stuck with me. So I know all the old stuff. Did he, did Hee Haw have, like, mo- like, at the time, modern country artists that were, were contributing to the playlist? Of oh, that? yeah. Sure. But at the time. See that's that's the thing. Like there's there's like old TV shows. WKRP is a perfect example of that. They used to play all that rock. Yeah. Like you would hear Black Sabbath and you would hear all that stuff. Now when they re-released it on DVD, all of it is gone. Because it, the reason because for, it, the reason for that was the licensing of all that music. They couldn't cra- get it. Isn't that crazy though? You've totally taken away from the context of the show by not having those songs in there. Yeah. Yeah. I know that that's unfortunate because that was actually a great TV show. Yeah, and it would have been great to have that stuff like on a on a you know like on a DVD box set. I'm surprised nobody released like did they ever release a soundtrack to that show and <sighs> and sell it as a not that a, I'm not that I'm aware of, but my guess if you had if you had problems with the licensing releasing it on DVD, you probably also would have had the problem re- licensing that music on a record. Yeah, so no, that probably was not that I'm aware of. Uh, I just, I, I really didn't care for, I, I, I don't care for her, so I guess I just didn't care for her version of the national anthem, but it's just- What's wrong with her? I have no problem with her. I can't stand her voice. She's just too, like, I don't know, it's fake. She's just a fake, fake, fake person. Fake, 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 fake. And look at, you see all the Botox (laughs) she had done on her face? Oh yeah, sure. Ugh, God. She, uh, I, that's what I said on Facebook last night. She was uh, uh, lip filling that entire song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine what you, yeah, you get those big puffy lips, and that's why know. you can't sing it that well because you can't open your mouth that wide. I think it's also like the veneers and her teeth and everything like that. Yeah. Although, you know, Post Malone sang that song with a set of grills in his mouth. So, yeah, what does that tell you? Yeah, I was kind of thinking like, uh, can you imagine like somebody took a time machine from like the first Super Bowl mm-hmm. to the fifty eighth Super Bowl? Yeah, this is what it's going like, to look like fifty eight years from now. What the hell happened? <laughs> Why is ne- never mind what happened in the game? Look at all these people and who are they? Who's this guy singing "America the Beautiful"? 
What? Look at his face. Yeah, look at what's going on with him. You know, I mean, that would be a, a nice culture shock to somebody. It sure would. Go, come back. It's 822 at Rock 102. Ladies and gentlemen. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829, and Brian Adams with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the uh, dreary forecast because we're in for a snowstorm. He'll tell you all about it in just a minute. You know, if you're ever in a, in a, in a bind and you just, for whatever reason, you know, life gets in the way and you can't always listen to the uh, Bax and Nagel show, you can always check out the Daily Podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, and on rock102.com. It's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. There you go. There you go. All right. You ready for news? I'm ready for news. Good. It's coming up next to Rock 102. Flash deals. 833 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Oh, you're welcome, Steve. Springfield man is in custody after state police found drugs in his house in Vermont. Vermont State Police authorized a search warrant at a house on Higgins Hill Road on suspicion of drug trafficking. During their search, they uh, found a large amount of fentanyl, crack, uh, cocaine, guns, and cash. Send lawyers, guns, and money. (laughs) 30-year-old Jose Rodriguez of Spring... I like that song, by the way. That's a good song. By Warren Zevon? That's a good song. 30-year-old uh, Jose Rodriguez of Springfield was taken into custody and uh, charged with drug trafficking. He was uh, released with a citation to appear back in one of Vermont's superior courts. You get all that stuff and you get back out on the street? <laughs> what, what does this guy think he is, Springfield? Somebody said, you know, because that guy, the guy who uh, who slashed the mayor's dom-doms tires, yeah. he's he's clearly getting a mental evaluation. There, there There's clearly something going on with this man that... that needs to be addressed and hopefully they'll take care of that uh but somebody said you know if he had just shot out the tires he would have been back out the next day <laughs> which you know th- is the sick really part about it that's actually probably true yeah it's not it's it's not that inaccurate uh although you know con- considering the man's history you, you know with uh with city hall and other things that he's done they might have sent him to bridgewater no matter what yeah Probably. Because it was not an isolated incident of harassment. What are you, out of your mind doing this? Yeah, that's why I'm going to Bridgewater. Well, you're going to the hospital now. Uh, Crews were on the scene of a car crash on Pendleton Avenue and Hancock Streets. Streets. (laughs) Streets. In Springfield early Monday morning when uh, Western Mass News crews arrived at the scene uh, just before 3.30 a.m., they could see that car being loaded onto the tow truck and police officers clearing out the, the scene. Oh. They might think that these things do work connected somehow. Yeah, but you know, see, I'm more interested in the things that happened prior to the car being put on the flatbed truck and driven away. Yeah. You know, the things that may have led up to why everybody else was so involved here. You know what I, I want to ask you? How much does it cost for a local Super Bowl commercial to run on the TV? Because I saw a couple of those last night. Um, it. I'm sure it's a few bucks. You know, yeah, like Interstate Towing had one, right? Yeah, they had a bit. It was like a PSA to, and a, to and slow a, down and pull over, kind and of. a highly produced one. So they they put a good deal of money in the production of that, and then you know to place an ad in the Super Bowl. That's that's big money. Yeah, that was very well done. I wonder. Yeah, who did, I wonder who did that one. And yet the the list of the top ten uh, commercial that Interstate Towing one was not even part of the top fifty. That Interstate Towing guy must be so upset. Right oh, now. absolutely. You kidding me? Did he even make the top ten? Damn you, you People Magazine. Yeah, damn, yeah. 
<laughs> Where was somebody from uh, People Magazine? <laughs> you know, um, whatchamacallit, uh, speaking of things like that, People Magazine and whatnot, it, it, there was a meme last week about the Michelin restaurants. Oh, yeah, the Michelin star, yeah. And then uh, somebody was saying how I just realized that this Michelin great restaurant thing is the same people who sell the tires. It, it, that is true, yeah. but you do you do realize why they did it? Why? It, you, you know, very much like a like a uh, like a like a like a like a travel uh, magazine would have like yeah. the top listed restaurants in a particular city. So Michelin started to do this, yeah, to promote their tires. So like if you went to if you drove to New York, you would know of the best restaurants to go to, and, why, and why? Michelin would 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 assess certain restaurants oh. a certain number of stars that's how it is but it, but it's but at this point because they've been doing it for so long it's a very prestigious honor to receive a michelin uh, a michelin star yeah i thought it was a completely separate company that it's did that. it's not the separate it's it, they're not separate companies but it is a separate part of that company speaking of discovering things late 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 in life Remember the hair? Marty did this joke last week on stage at the uh, at the shortstop over there. Yeah, talking about hair gel. Do you remember that it was spelled D E P hair gel? Do you remember that? Yeah. How would you pronounce that? The dip? No, it's deep. It okay, was, it's pronounced deep. And for my entire existence, knowing, seeing that product, using that product when mm-hmm. I was a when I was a kid, when I actually had hair to use it with, yeah, I always thought it was Depp, but it is in fact yeah. pronounced Deep because the E has the long thing over the top of it. How long have I known you? <sighs> Too long. Twenty years. Yeah. Nearly twenty years. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never known you to ever have a need for hair gel. It's not about the unless, unless you're trying to make it. that dome a little shinier than usual. But that's what I said, though. It was when I was using when I was a kid in the '80s yeah. using uh, the hair gel because that's what you did. Everybody used hair gel. It was like, you know, getting a one of those parties in your head. Yeah, I know. Right, and uh, a deep pocky party. It was yes. what I was saying. But I, I always, I we always had that. It was I thought it was dip, but it's actually pronounced deep. See them. Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, there's all kinds of things that uh, you think are pronounced one way, and then you find out no, it's not the way it's pronounced at all. But I can't believe I made it to the age of 45, never hearing it pronounced any other way. And then when he said it, I was like, "Isn't it Depp?" And then I looked it up, and it's actually, in fact, pronounced Deep. That's so, an interesting story. Is it really, or yeah. is it just? It, it, it was a one-off. It well, was. It was yeah, an anecdote. It was a good one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, at least we get, we got. I had no time. idea it was pronounced that. So I, you know, you, you, know, you learn something new all the time. Uh, the Electrolux Group is recalling nearly four hundred thousand Frigidaire side-by-side refrigerators because a plastic component can break, sending pieces into the ice bucket, posing choking and laceration hazards. Guess what I just bought? Do tell. Uh, back over the summer, an Electrolux Frigidaire side-by-side <laughs> refrigerator. The recalls uh, involves uh, 383,000 Frigidaire side-by-side refrigerators with slim ice, bu- uh, ice buckets. Uh, according to the notice posted by the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, the recalled refrigerators have an ice bucket assembly component that can break, dropping pieces of ice uh, 
pieces of plastic into the ice bucket. But what if you want that? Who wants that? Who doesn't like a good piece of plastic with their ice cubes? I don't like plastic in my ice. I do. You do? Yeah. That's how the ice floats, isn't it? No. No? That's not how that works? Electrolux said it has received uh, 343 reports of plastic pieces breaking off, including two incidents resulting in laceration and ingestion injuries when the pieces were dispensed out of the recalled ice bucket. So now i got to go online and uh, get a new ice bucket from these these people. That's all it is? They just they, they just send you the ice bucket? They're advised to immediately stop using the ice makers and contact the Electrolux uh, group to request a, place, a replacement ice bucket assembly component free of charge. Interesting. Yeah. And you know what? That thing was, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I'm t- being told by the uh, by the appliance guy that it's pretty sure it's not mine. But I got a little problem with it because my my ice maker doesn't make regular ice cubes anymore. What's it make? It makes regular ice cubes, but the thing is like seemingly stuck on crushed ice. Oh, that's the good stuff. Mostly because I think uh, there might have been a kid in the house who just kept effing with the button Imagine back that. and forth yeah. because it's like a little thing and I can't figure out how to how to get it back in place. I can't I can't figure out how to how to move the the thing inside. It says it's it's cuz it looks like it's a like a like a switch like but but it goes into the back oh, of yeah, the yeah. thing and when you yeah. push the button it goes and it turns it to crush. Oh, and you, your kid may have been messing with yeah, it. Yeah, now it's not even doing the Oh, you need to you need to cut that jeet right out of the, right, right out of your life. Oh, it's like walking into a big pile of jeet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe maybe I'll get a new one. I'll get a new ice bucket. You know, I always have some problem. I can't like ever figure out. Yeah. Why? Uh, but at least I always have the problem. But at least in this situation, you know that there's a recall in place, so there's <laughs> things you can do. Yeah, you know, I yeah. bought a, a dishwasher a number of years ago. And it had a vent, it, and the vent, like, it, it, it was like a screw-in vent yeah. in, in the door. And the problem was uh, the, 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 the teeth of the screw were not deep enough to be held securely into the door. So the thing would fall out all the time, and then you'd have, like, a big giant puddle in front of your, in front of your thing. Yeah. So I talked about it on the air, and the, and the guys from Cluett's, yeah, this is, that's the guy who just messaged me. Yeah, yeah. he contacted me. He said, "Yeah, you know, that's a, de- a design flaw in that particular model." And he said, "We have we have the the piece that will fix that." I'm like, "Awesome! I'm glad I'm glad you told me. How come the manufacturer didn't let me know that that was a design well, the flaw?" The manufacturer is not going to admit until they have enough complaints. Yeah, right. They don't want to admit. It's like a recall on a vehicle. Think about like all the the. These dangerous things. I think, what was it on my, it was my truck. Remember my truck, the back windshield popped out because yes. of the faulty, uh, faulty defroster thing. It overheated the window and it wasn't covered under warranty. I had to fight tooth and nail in order to get that covered under warranty because I purchased an extended thing, whatever, yeah. Yeah, all that. Of course, if a rock had gone for that window, you could have your insurance would have taken care of it without a problem. Right, but since it was a manufacturer defect, and but it, and when you went online and searched these forums that had the F-150s and all that stuff, there was a lot of them out there that had the same problem. Oh, yeah. But yet it doesn't become a recall until... Too many people have a problem, or they're threatened to be sued by somebody. 
for having that that happen. So yep. the same thing same goes thing. for a for an appliance. I'm sure if they if they hey, well, let's see how long we can go with this before somebody starts choking on a piece of ice that has a piece of plastic in it. <laughs> but at least you now know, so now you can get the, the you can get the piece replaced and fix it. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe. maybe, maybe not. I, maybe my model isn't covered. I will find out from the expert himself later on. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be today, a uh, mix of sun and clouds, and then uh, tonight uh, it's going to get real cloudy, and then there's a, there's a winter storm warning that's going to be in effect from 1 a.m. on Tuesday until 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Going to see about a foot of snow throughout the Pioneer Valley. Uh, it's going to be bananas. And sunny in 32 on Wednesday, so... Hey, at least there's looking up for that. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Snoop. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 852 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 45. And then tonight, uh, Snowmageddon moves in. A winter storm warning will be in effect from 1 a.m. Tuesday to 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Could see a foot of snow in the Pioneer Valley. And yada, 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 it's 26 in downtown Springfield. I mentioned this earlier that uh, Rock 102 wants you put, wants to put you on the lawn all summer long at the Xfinity Theater in Hartford. I haven't uh, seen what the lineup is yet. I don't even know if it's out yet. But uh, all you got to do is sign up at rock102.com before February 25th. One winner, chosen at random, will get a pair of lawn seats to some of the great shows at uh, the Xfinity Theater all summer long. That's a hell of a prize. So go to rock102.com right now and sign up. All right, let's see uh, what we got going on here. You ready? Yeah. Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. A uh, Boogie Wit the Hoodie, Better Off Alone Tour. Uh, Janet Jackson. Okay. Alanis Morissette. All right. Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Hootie and the Blowfish, pending the outcome of the DUI <laughs> case that he had. <laughs> He, he may, may he may or may need a ride to Hartford he, and back. He probably does need a ride. Uh, train in uh, REO Speedwagon. Ooh, that's a good. Uh, that's a hell of a show. That's a weird mix. I don't know. Does, is REO Speedwagon? I mean, they must be the headlining band, you right? Know what, you know what it is. They they sometimes because you know there might be quite a few REO Speedwagon fans out there, but not enough to sell out an entire concert so you bring in a younger band you know one that's been around for less amount of time than they are that's <laughs> what's you, you know what's funny is like all the guys from train yeah are almost 60 years old if if they're not in fact 60 already yeah. they're not young guys no uh laverne and shirley the greatest hits really yeah how great does that I've sound? I've never seen it spelled this way. A-V-R-I-L-L-A-V-I-G-N-E. No, Steve, I believe that's Avril Lavigne. <laughs> really? Because I thought it was, I mean, it looks like Squiggy on the poster. <laughs> she gets up on stage and says, hello, and then that's the, the when they start. Uh, and this one, uh, to wrap up August, uh, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top, the sharp-dressed simple man tour. Yes, simple man because there's only like what one living member left from both bands. <laughs> oh, no, ZZ Top is is down by a third, but they're all, they're still around. Oh, I thought two of them died. No, just one. Just one. Just one. And then, uh, but then Leonard Skinner. There's is there anybody who's was original, or is it all like family members? I and believe it might be first cousins of the original band. But you know what? People still love the music. They'll go anyway. Oh, new kids on the block. With are we giving those away? 
I don't know, Steve, because the, uh, the, the information I got is not specific enough. New Kids on the Block with Paula Abdul and DJ Jazzy Jeff. No Fresh Prince? No. Well, come on. He's... He's not. He, he's not allowed to, with the violent behavior that he was. Uh, oh, I could see him slapping people on stage all night long. Uh, but Paula Abdul. Yeah. Man, I that was. Uh, I had gone through puberty during that era where she was. Mm-hmm. She did that cold-hearted snake video. Oh, I know. Damn. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I was. Uh, I was a little bit. Uh, I was a little bit beyond the high school age at that point in my life. Can you pull that up? Can you pull up that uh, Paula Abdul uh, cold-hearted snake song? Uh, you'll have to give me just a moment. Well, that's fine. Uh, or even a new Kids on the Block or a DJ Jazzy uh, Jeff. Well, team. what do you want? Which one? Do, no, would I you want prefer? the Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul, the, the cold-hearted snake. That Cold was a, that was a great song. Hearted. Mo- mostly because of the, her dance moves. Oh yeah, well in, you know in her little she's, piece she's, of she's, lingerie that she was wearing. Oh, let's see if I can get that for you, Steve. Yeah. I I know I, I, it's uh, we don't play that kind of music so it's not like we have that kind of thing. Oh, meow, 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 Bring it all the hot hits here on Rock 102. WA, do a ball Abdul. Cold hearted snake, look into his eyes. Uh oh, he's been telling lies. He's a lover boy at play. Notice how I'm not even looking at the lyrics? Yeah, I know. Okay. Girl, don't play the fool now. You're the one giving up your love. <laughs> I listened to it a lot. Yeah, I, I watched the video a lot. I bet you did. All over I'm, and over I'm, and over again. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, uh, that would be a great show for you to catch. You know what? Maybe I'll uh, reminisce this afternoon and go check that out on uh, Bluetooth or whatever it's called. <laughs> It's 8.57 <laughs> a Rock 102.